0: On today's episode, we are going through five lies you are telling yourself in business that are leading to you feeling burned out and how we can overcome them and try to create more balance in our business. You're listening to The Creative Business Land. I'm your host, Charlie Vandenberg, wedding photographer and business educator. On the podcast, we're all about finding balance between creating the business of your dreams and living a life that you love. We have all had jobs that worked us to the bone and you probably didn't stay at that job long term because you were burned out and you no longer enjoyed it. We want to avoid this in our own businesses. We have to remember that photography as much as we started it because we enjoyed it. Photography is our job. It is our business, and even though we started it because we enjoy it, it's still a job. We tend to overwork ourselves, honestly, and we get burned out and we no longer enjoy it. We are really good at lying to ourselves or making excuses for why we do what we do and why we feel burned out in our business. The first lie that we tell ourselves is a big one. The more you hustle, the more successful you are. There Is some truth in that, but we have to find some balance in this because this is an excuse that we use to overwork ourselves. Early on in business, it is true that you have to work harder. It takes some hustle because you are building something from nothing. But this whole entire hustle, hustle, hustle culture leads to photographers feeling burned out and giving up or quitting early on in their careers. So here are some things we can do in our business to find balance between working hard and completely overworking ourselves. We want to remember that this is long-term. We are not only building a business, but a career, and that takes time. You can hustle, hustle, hustle that first year, but does it really matter if you're so burned out that you don't wanna continue your business? Any job you start is going to take time to climb that ladder, to become, say, like a manager. It's going to take time, and it doesn't happen overnight. So many photographers believe this, including myself as a new photographer, that if I just hustle for the first couple of years, then I will be successful and I won't have to work as hard. But that is such a misconception. If you hustle so hard in those first years that you are burned out and no longer want to continue in your business, does it really matter? So we want to take steps to rein in that hustle from the beginning and create balance in your business from the beginning. One thing we can do, and this is very, very, very common for new photographers, is to stop giving so many discounts in our business. I get it. You want to take every possible thing that you can, but it is making you feel burned out. Every time you discount a session or a wedding, you now have to take on additional work to make the same amount of money. You do this because you feel like the more sessions you have, the more weddings you have, the better. But you are actually having to work harder and you are doing it to yourself. So don't be scared to say these are my prices and don't give discounts. It may mean that you don't get that low budget client. And that's okay. But you don't want to take that low budget client to work harder. So the next thing that we can do is invest in education. This is something that so many new photographers put off doing, because you are just going to hustle and you're going to figure it out yourself. I know because that was me. If you would just invest in a teacher or a coach or a course that will show you how to run and market your business from the beginning, you can start off your business on the right foot instead of going through such a struggle. I can speak to this because that was me. And there were so many things I wish I would have known and I would have saved myself a lot of that struggle, a lot of time if I would have just found a mentor or purchased a course or a program. So I highly recommend that because it will save you some of the struggle that you will go through if you try to do everything on your own. When you think about it, it's like starting a new job and then they say, well, we'll teach you how to do this job or you can figure it out on your own. And you decide to take, you know what, I don't want someone to teach me how to do this job. I think I can figure it out on my own. And then you go try to figure out how to do this job all on your own when you could have just asked for help and you could have had someone show you how to do it the right way. The next lie we are telling ourselves kind of ties into the first one about hustle. The second lie we are telling ourselves is that we just don't have time to take a day off. If you take that day off, you will be behind and you just can't do it. You just don't have the time. We have all experienced where you step away from something and you come back with fresh eyes or a fresh mind and you do it a million times better than if you just keep hustling, don't take that day off, and you're doing everything tired. You're, you're just stressed and tired and you're not doing your best work. And if you would have allowed yourself to just take that time off when you are actually working, you're going to be more productive because you aren't burned out. You are coming at something with fresh eyes ready to be productive. So I promise you, you can take a day off. You should take a day off. You should need to take days off. Put these on your calendar if you need to so you know you're taking the time off. You should not feel guilty about taking the day off either. Every other job you've ever worked gives you days off. Why are you not giving yourself days off in your own business? The third lie we tell ourselves is we have to take every person who inquires with us. We need to try and get every single piece of business that we can and that just is not sustainable or true. You will be so much happier in your business when you only take things that you want to take and that makes sense for your business. It is okay If you don't want to take on a certain type of session, you will be happier taking on clients that you actually want to work with. Taking on everything because you feel like you have to is going to lead to you not enjoying it or you book a session and then you dread that session and then you don't want to edit that session. I'm sure we've all been there. So it's okay to say I'm not available or I don't do that and recommend other photographers that do. For me, I don't enjoy family photography. I'm a wedding photographer. I enjoy weddings and couples, and I do take on other things like I enjoy maternity photos, but I just don't really enjoy family photos, so I don't typically take them on. So I stopped taking families. I adjusted my prices. I moved to mostly just weddings, and I still made the money that I wanted to make. I was scared that I wouldn't, but I did because one thing that we have to do is we're not just going to eliminate something. We have to adjust our prices accordingly. You have to sit down, and you have to go through The formula to figure out your prices. How much do I need to make? How many of these things? How many weddings do I need to do? And what are my expenses? And then you figure out what your pricing needs to be at and you adjust your prices according to your situation and the situation that you want to be in. And one problem I see that people, people aren't sitting down and creating goals for themselves or creating realistic goals for themselves. You just throw out an unrealistic number and hope you reach it. And so not only do we want to make goals, but we want to make goals that are realistic for us, goals that we can actually attain. Because we just keep taking on more and more and more clients. We don't know how to say no. And what we should be doing is knowing at any given time what our expected income is for every single month and what is our goal for that month. Once you've reached that goal, stop taking on more clients. Start saying no. For so many people, including myself, it, this is harder said than done. Um, honestly, we're greedy. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I want more money. People inquire and I'm like, ooh, but I could really use that extra $2,000 or I could use that extra $400 or whatever it is. you know." So we are greedy. And so we keep taking on more and more and more. And then you wonder why you feel like crap and you never see your family and you never have a weekend off because it's so hard for us not to want more. Having these goals and turning yourself off once you reach them is going to help you find more balance in your life. The fourth lie that we tell ourselves is the client is always right. We are in a customer service-based industry, but this is our business and we can say no to people. We don't have to take every single person. We can remove ourselves from relationships with difficult clients. But one thing we do need to do is we need to make sure we're doing it in an appropriate way. You do not need to allow someone to treat you disrespectfully or talk to you in a certain way. If a client is difficult to work with, it's okay if you decide that you want to let them go. If an inquiry has a ton of red, cl- red flags, it's okay if you decide not to book them. There will be situations where a client is not happy. You don't have to give away the world and refund everything and give them a free session. Like not every situation calls for this. And the thing I see, especially in Facebook groups, people asking for advice among new photographers is they're like, oh my gosh, I have my first unhappy client. This is what they said, and I'm going to refund all their money, plus give them a free session and do this for them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you doing that? Of course, we want everyone to be happy. But if there is this situation that's truly not your fault, don't feel like you have to give a refund or give stuff away for free because you are so scared to have a client that is not happy. Of course, we want everyone to be happy. But when someone says, I hate all my pictures because of the shirt I wore, or the way that I look, or I just didn't like that location. Those are not things that, in my mind, qualify a refund. These are not about how you did business with them. It is not how you, you did not fail at doing your job. You did not do something wrong. This is personal feelings that they have about the outfit they wore or the location that they picked or, you know, how they look. So just remember that you can stand up for yourself and your business and not every situation is going to justify a refund. We are in a culture where people want a refund for every single little thing, and they think that they can get it because big businesses do it. There are people out there who are going to try to get a refund from every photographer they ever work with. So it's okay to respectfully put your foot down, stand up for yourself. You know that you did a good job. You know that the product, you know, the gallery that you delivered is along the lines of every other gallery you deliver. It looks like some people even come back and are like, I don't actually like your editing style. But that's not your fault. They had the opportunity to look at your website, to look at your portfolio, and they still chose to hire you. If they didn't do their due diligence, that's not on you. That is on them. So put your foot down, stand up for yourself respectfully. The fifth and last lie we tell ourselves is that our follower ca- follower count on social media equals our success. A lot of us feel burned out by social media, and I get that because I feel the same way. I don't love social media. We act like our follower count pays our bills, and it doesn't. I mean, that would be cool and all, but realistically, it doesn't. And if I just posted twenty five reels a week and never closed Instagram. Then I will be successful. My follower count will grow, and I'll be more successful. If I just got to ten thousand followers, then I'll get more business. Then I'll be successful. So we are trying to tie our success in, to our follower count to our social medias, and that's not true because it just doesn't pay our bills. It doesn't matter if you're not getting clients from that. And honestly, it's exhausting. It leads to burnout and. It's just not sustainable long-term. Before you know it, you don't even wanna be on social media anymore. So how can we get past the social media type of burnout? For starters, we need to stop relying on social media for our marketing. Is If it is the only way that you are getting business, you need to come up with a marketing plan. Because once you have a marketing plan and you know that you're not relying on social media for all of your leads, then you feel like you can step back. You don't have to constantly be on social media. You don't really care what your follower count is. So we need to come up with a marketing plan that allows us to feel like we don't have to show up every single day, that we can step away and help create this balance that we want. If you have not already, I highly recommend going back and listening to episode nine, um, which is all about marketing outside of social media. At the end of the day, we want to step back and ask ourselves, why did we start this business? I bet most of us are not going to say, well, I started this business to have absolutely no balance, never see my family and work 24 seven. I mean, that is not why we started our businesses. But that's what we are doing to ourselves. Most of us started our businesses with the goal of living a certain lifestyle, whether it's more time to travel, or more time with your family but we want that balance. But so often we are the reason that we are overworked and we are burned out because we don't know how to say no, put our foot down and we need to. We need to start working towards figuring out what actually makes us happy in our business, giving ourselves realistic goals and not overworking ourselves beyond that. I would love if you would sit down, write down realistically, if you don't already have goals, sit down and write down realistically what you want out of your business. What are your goals? How do you want to get there? And coming up with a plan so we're not just winging it and taking every possible thing that we can. Head over to thecreativebusinessplan.com to check out all the resources for photographers, including the business and marketing course, templates, workshops, mentor sessions, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in today. Watch out for new episodes every week.